What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we dissect the hottest and most chat worthy news with a touch of what, Terrence? A healthy dose of humor. Healthy dose of humor. And, yeah. and healthy is the right word because today's episode is going to be quite focused on happenings at the, at the current Olympics, man. Yeah. Uh, very healthy lifestyle. In very contrast, healthy lifestyle. Contrast to what we're, what's going on here, all locked up at home. Can't really go yeah. out much. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But apparently, but before apparently we, oh yeah, yeah. sorry. What? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say like um yeah, apparently it's like bloody hot in Tokyo now or something, huh? in, Yeah. In that I sense mean, at least it's quite uh uh it's quite a relatable experience compared to you know, compared to in other countries or something. Huh? Yeah, I mean like in uh in Rio it was in it was it must have been cool because it was mm. uh, winter di- winter time for that right yeah in Rio so. Olympics so so I mean like right now I guess anywhere you look in the world the weather is fucking crazy mm, mm, mm. it's ridiculous I mean Singapore Singapore the only thing that's crazy is how every week it just changes uh, this week has been fucking hot yeah it, right it's, it's but unforgiving. But anyway, yes, the plug, the plug. The plug. The plug is that if this podcast uh, or our accompanying subreddit has brought you joy or, or made you think or laugh in any way, shape or form, it would be mm. great if you could share it with at least one other person and help this podcast grow. Mm. Yes, that's right. Yeah, man. Cool. I guess we I mean we're doing it we're doing we're recording this late night la, so mm. so I can already feel myself feeling a little more intimate and and less wacky as someone uh described me mm. in the past yeah but but yes the topic is definitely not not mellow or somber yeah it's I uh, mean in some way la, in some way la. and it's very closely related to everything you're watching la, the olympics la, literally yeah correct correct right. yeah and and the first topic is, uh, I mean, both topics are about Olympics. The first topic is about the the almost non-stop chatter of Simone Biles. Mm. Um, I'm, is, am I pronouncing that correctly, Simone Biles? Uh, I'll just um, assume that that's correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, decision. from everything I've been watching, yeah, I think I think it is pronounced Biles. It's uh, correct, right? Yeah. yeah, Simone Biles. Yeah. So she she announced uh, on. Uh, earlier this week that she was going to be pulling out of the the team competition in gym, mm. gymnastics mm. and yesterday she announced that she was pulling out of the individual the all-round individual mm. she might still take part in the um the individual events next week but for mm. the all-round individual she pulled out la. Mm. and the reason was because of mental health um so since then there's been a lot of chatter online um I would say overwhelmingly in support of that decision and commending her for her bravery. Correct. Uh, of course, you get some people who share dif- a different opinion, like, but mm. but for me, I've I'm still wrapping my head around the whole thing. Yeah. Um, for you, what what was your initial take when you heard of it? Eh? I think the important thing is to just lay out the context maybe for people who either don't appreciate uh, sports or not watching the Olympics or don't know that much about American sports. Uh. Basically, mm. uh, the person that is almost uh, almost universally recognized as the most decorated uh, female Olympian from the USA of all time. Mm. Um, mm. It, uh, she basically 
in this edition of the Olympics suddenly uh, pulled out of a team event, a team event that with with her around probably a lot of people have expected USA to take the gold. Uh, she pulled out a team event, and then initially they said it was just a, oh, it was a medical issue, and later she revealed that actually it was um, because of her mental health. Uh, she wasn't feeling something; just didn't feel right. And you know, after she did one, uh, one, one execution of the of the of the vault or whatever it was, and then after mm. she decided, yeah, because of her mental health issues, she's going to pull out. Uh, and then so that's the big debate that is going on now about whether. Uh, you know whether what she did was was commendable or you know is it was it correct for her to just like uh you know just pull out event because of something as nebulous as mental health and everything lah, right yeah as yeah, opposed and, to and, like and a just, physical yeah. like a knee injury or something that you know exactly what it is like right mm, mm, yeah. yeah and i mean just to just to provide a little more context to what you say and build on that is is when when terence was mentioning that one of the most decorated uh, gymnasts right like she is the gymnast with the most world medals, 25, most world gold medals, 19, um, and uh, she's the female gymnast with the most world all-round titles. Mm. She um, is the she's the 10th female gymnast and the first American female gymnast to win a world medal on every event and the first female gymnast since Danielle Silvas in 1988 to win a medal on every event at a single Olympic or world championships yeah. having accomplished this feat at the 2018 world championships like and mm. anecdotally you've uh, there've also been talk of how her moves are so complex so physical so technical that it kind of makes it a problem to score based on the the normal gymnastic scoring methods la. Uh, mm. and and she has done somersaults and moves that no one has ever done before mm. so she is really a trailblazer and I and I think she was the flag bearer for the for team USA yeah. Um, yeah I think with this Olympics no more Phelps no more Usain Bolt she's arguably one of the more um, dominant athletes on on uh, on stage la. yeah yeah correct yeah so she's a huge deal and she's 24 which is yeah. still I think older than the average age of the uh, gymnast uh, competing but she was expected to dominate the entire competition la, because mm. 2016 Olympics was when she first blew up on the world stage la. Mm, correct correct uh, but yeah, yeah you were asking me what my initial thoughts were I mean the first thing that obviously came to my mind was like uh, eh, is it a coincidence that all this is happening around same age time because the last time uh, Naomi Osaka, she pulled up from uh, Wimbledon, the uh, Wimbledon competition, uh, mm, because mm. of uh, also citing mental health issues, like, and, uh, initi- I mean, the actual context was that she, she uh, insisted during uh, not not Wimbledon, sorry, the Roland Garros, the French Open, she insisted that she was not going to go to any more post-match media uh, conferences, and then mm. um, the. The officials were planning to find her every time she does. She doesn't do that, and and eventually she pulled out, uh, citing mental health. Uh. and so that that yeah. sparked off a very big debate about whether it was the right thing for her to do, and and you know the you know what what are the expectations on on athletes and things like that. So yeah, I mean this this just struck me as oh okay, it, it, that was only like two months ago, so it, it's quite interesting that uh, there seems to be a trend of. Of of um, you know citing mental health as a as a main issue of pulling out of competition la. and mm. uh, yeah I mean um, that was my most initial thought about it la. How about you? 
Uh, yeah, same thing. Like, I guess I guess when I watched the press conference um, of, of when she addressed the thing, mm. she, yeah, she explained that she was in good physical health um, and it was just more of her mental health and 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 she did say certain things that um i mean i felt i felt watching that i was like oh um i would i would imagine if someone's pulling out from a team event you know you are mm. like the unofficial leader of the team yeah. you would be a little more apologetic mm. but she seemed like she was almost wearing it as a badge of honor la, that mm. she prioritized her mental health um and that it showed i think in her words it showed the strength of character la, mm. uh uh, to do that so yeah. I would I might, I will admit okay and this mm. is where I'm still wrapping my head around it yeah. I found that eh wait is it is it a heroic thing yeah like uh, and over the past I think 48 hours I've also been trying to read up and mm. I think where I stand now is that I think if she wanted to prioritize her mental health I mean kudos to her that's her decision yeah. but I think my my grappling with it it has more to do with the praise that is being lapped, uh, like uh, fleshed out her. at her yeah. heaped on her by media by celebrities by personalities mm, mm. and I, f- I feel it's it's a little much and mm. I don't know how to that's where I'm at okay I mean I think it's a good time to just lay lay out some context here of who's talking about what Harish is the guy who doesn't believe in mental health he put his hand on a car for 84 hours in order to win the car and to win the car before, and I, I know okay, I'm, so just, I'm opening up just, a Pandora's box of a Pandora's no, box just, of my memories of just Harish in that, that statement. Like, just just in that <laughs> statement, you got two things factually wrong. Okay, yes. for you to say I don't believe in mental health uh, is a fucked up thing to say. Okay? You believe because in that torturing is totally your mental, inaccurate. Torturing, no, 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 mental no, health no, as no, 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 no. Okay, I do believe that uh, that mental health is a fucking priority that we all need to talk mm. about. It is mm. a very real thing, mm. um, and I think pushing yourself out of your comfort zone is very different from fucking your mind over and gen- genuinely having um, mental health issues. Mm. Um, and the second thing you got wrong is when I did the Subaru Challenge, I lasted for 75 hours and 36 minutes, not 84 oh, oh, hours. Sorry, okay? yeah. so Get the your winner, facts right. The winner got 84 hours, is it? Or what? It, no, I got second one. Oh, so the second, moment yeah, I got yeah, disqualified, no. he just lasted oh, one okay, second okay, longer yeah. than me. La. <laughs> Okay, okay. No, bring up all I his memories, and then you, and then yeah. you say I'm the one who bring up Subaru challenge all the time. It's you. No, okay? no, no, I want to, on me. No, I think as in, as in, I think it's important that that people know that it's not just like if it's just two random dudes, if it's just two people like me, you know, who are mm. non endurance athletes, uh, to, to say the least. Uh, like two point four is is endurance endurance uh, an, an endurance athlete for me already, la, Running a two point four. Mm. Uh, Whereas I think for you, like you've done like ultra marathons, you've 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 gone to Iceland to race, you've yeah uh, yeah you've done a lot of like this kind of endurance kind of challenges and all that lah, right? So to you, like you know all the stuff that you read about, or in the middle of a marathon you hit this wall, and you must push through this wall, even the pain is excruciating. That all you've you've experienced all of that before in its full glory, right? Yeah, and I've internalized a lot of that. So that's why now I'm yeah. confused. I'm like, is everything that we've been told since young? Mm-hmm. Uh, is that evolving? Which which is which is good, you know. Perspectives yeah. and approaches and advice should evolve. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I see people call her like a hero for doing this, mm. like it's heroic, you know. She's she. It's even she's really she won a gold medal with it. She didn't need to win a gold medal. She's a champion. 
she's the greatest ever by doing this. That's why I'm a little like, uh, mm. is that justified? Yeah. So uh, that's where I'm start. That's my starting point. And and also and also you are also a very big uh you are very big on team sports when you were younger lah, right? You you represented uh school and and, and even the country at the quite high levels lah, right? And the age group like the, the age group, group yeah hockey and football and uh what else ah? No, just hockey, hockey, oh, hockey, okay, hockey. Yeah, yeah. So, but hockey is a very team oriented sport, lah, right? So, so yeah. you cannot imagine the captain of the team just saying, "Hey, guys, I'm 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 done for the day." You know, you all go you all go here and win the match. You cannot imagine something like that, lah, right? Yeah, I mean, right, it would right. definitely affect the rest of the team, lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so uh, I think I don't. I, th- I think it's, it's important to put out the context of. Of of what what where where you come from in terms of your your perspective as well like. and and I've also been mm. captain of uh, uh a lot of the teams that I played for like. so yeah. so I mean of course it's not Olympics I'm mm. not saying it's Olympics I'm not saying school B division yeah. C division A division all Olympics yeah. it is not correct correct but I got a taste of 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 sports like that like. so yeah. yeah so that's my starting point like. uh yeah my starting point is I'm I'm not an athlete myself but uh you know I've been in 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 a lot of uh I mean leadership positions also in in quite physically demanding things whether it was uh, in school or in the army like you know climbing mountains and then you know uh, being uh, being a guardsman in an active unit and, and crap like that uh, mm. the, the best the first the, the, the one and only guards unit that, that beat the commandos for best combat unit ever in the last like 20 mm. or 30 years or something like that that was my, my battalion uh. but anyway that's the besides point but the point is why I've, but I'm also a very huge fan of sports uh. And um, maybe because I never played them as much, I actually look at it with a more detached uh, kind of eye. And I apply a lot of like what I study about psychology and all that when I watch sports, uh, especially, you know, now, mm. I, you know, we always talk about a lot of tennis, we talk about MMA, we talk about football because, you know, I, I really do watch a lot of these sports and try to examine a bit more about the psychology behind behind the players, the coaches, the tactics and everything. So I, I'm not mm. I'm not an expert by any means, but I do, I do appreciate all the nuances that go into, um, you know, all the different sports uh. so 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 in this one it, I actually tried as, as much as possible to get a a broad understanding of what everyone was saying about it as well uh. but, but mm. based on your thing uh, right based on your background and everything like w- at what point would you allow yourself to say okay my mental health is being affected I'm pulling out this competition let's say you're, so, you're so like, I mean, let's the- say you're like captaining your hockey team or something like that is there any point that 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 in your career or your play, playing time that you have you would have done something similar? I mean, I think, like, I think I don't think so, but not mm. because it. Oh, I I didn't feel scared or something. It's just it's almost like that was unheard of, la. Like I mm. I played what fifteen years ago. Yeah. Right, and it's almost like if I were to ask my mom who was arranged marriage, uh, mm. would she ever consider divorce? It, it's just something that they cannot fathom. And yeah. I think back then with my coach who was a very domin- domineering guy and the mm. culture of it, uh, you it's almost not a choice. And that can be a horrible mm. thing. I will whole, wholeheartedly say that can be a horrible thing, but it wasn't in the realm of possibility. Mm. And But that being said, right, I mean, for her decision to pull out, I totally respect that. So it's nothing to do with her decision. Mm. It is more mm. about the the thing or the this fucking like atmosphere of hero, like she's the greatest hero of our time mm. that I f- am having trouble dealing with or, or accepting la. Yeah. because it feels yeah she's t- if she wants if she needed to prioritize the mental health to me it's like you have an injured leg mm. yeah sure mm. you can push on with an injured leg but you yeah. 
everything is a long-term game. So the same with mental health. Yeah. If And given the nature of the moves she was doing, which is, yeah, you can fall on your neck and get paralyzed and all that. Mm. I totally respect her decision. But mm. it's the, the effusive praise that is being laid on her that I feel, I read, I'm like, uh, mm. what? I mean, ultimately, she quit, right? Mm, mm, mm. Is it because quitting has too negative a connotation that it cannot be heaped on someone who quit because of mental health? Yeah, yeah, possibly. I mean, uh, I think you touched on 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 uh, interesting word like quit, la, right? Like you know, um, I think back in the day, all these like ten years, twenty years ago, uh, using the word quit is it was it's such a negative connotation to it, literally. Then last time our Prime Minister of Singapore, Go Chok Tong, called those people who left Singapore for greener pastures overseas or left Singapore for work or what. He literally called them quitters, la, right? So mm. in our psyche, like the word quit, I think, was just burnt into us as such a terrible thing. Now, you watch wrestling, they have I quit matches where literally you lose the match when you say, when they hold a phone, microphone to your mouth and you say, I quit, right? Oh, and, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and you know, like, um, Literally, like even like uh, we would we would when we watched the so called the greatest basketball athlete of all time, Michael Jordan, when he had flu, you know he played a finals game with the flu and then scored I don't know thirty four points or something, and he almost collapsed in a heap in the Scotty Pippen's arms at the end of the game, and mm. people celebrated mm. it as the flu game, like you know, like it was yeah, a fantastic yeah. thing that he put himself his body on the line, his body and health on the line to to win the championship. Um, so yeah, there was all these stories of um heroics you know people who overcame the, the 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 urge to quit but at the same time there was a lot of like negative imp- uh, connotations about quitting like you know uh, you know whether it's quitting your job quitting your your team or quitting your 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 other half or things like that like. so so maybe that's what um that's what's going on like that, that maybe that this connotation of, of quitting is is becoming less and less stigmatized as we speak. I mean, literally, you, you hear of, uh, you know, like younger employees these days, they, 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 they you know, they join a company, they leave within a couple of months or two months or three months, six months, whatever. And there's very little uh, backlash or anything about it, lah, right? Uh, in fact, mm. it's also celebrated. as like, oh, he's trying to gain a lot of experience at different places and things like that. Lah. So Mm-mm-mm. maybe it's just a societal change as well towards the concept of quitting, lah, right? That, that we're more, just more open about, you know, people deciding to change their minds or just do something that's better for their men- so-called mental health, la, right? Mm-hmm. So it might be, yeah, la, you, you, it might be you and I being boomers that this, this that, that we're even finding this uh, discussion talk point, la, right? Yeah. But, but I mean, you, you haven't, so for, like that, that was my starting point as mm. someone who has dabbled a little bit in competitive uh, sports. Yeah. But for you, when you said you, you wanted to get a broad brought uh, a, yeah. a take on yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever like what what are, what are your thoughts no i mean if you go on espn and all the mainstream news networks everyone is celebrating the decision right um but one yeah. of the more nuanced ones was uh there's this uh mixed martial arts uh commentator chill sanan he's an ex-fighter as well and um mm. he he gave his personal take on his personal youtube channel about simon boss that he said for at first he felt like oh she quit with under pressure you know she felt it was terrible and everything then after a few hours, he actually he thought about it more, and then actually he changed his mind. Uh. and and it's and I think that's where it's very important to think about the sport that we're talking about. You know, uh, we're not talking about mm. like uh, tennis or swimming or you know a generally a, a non-contact kind of uh, sport. Yeah, uh, right? yeah. We're talking about yeah. gymnastics where you are literally like 
vaulting and flying, you know, high up into the air and hoping to land on your 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 joints without any major damage, without any major kind of damage to the joints, right? And and we mm. can argue that these people have been training forever and ever and ever, but but you know the in this time and age that we're in in this middle of this pandemic where you know where where we're doing the Tokyo twenty twenty Olympics in twenty twenty one. You know, this is just a strange time, and and if people are feeling mentally a bit off, um, should we be trying to push them? To do something that is that to do the sport that is literally that could literally endanger their limbs and their lives, lah, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting because it comes from a from a former mixed martial artist himself, lah, who again, you know, mixed martial arts is a sport where you put yourself in a cage and your aim is to kill the other person. If not, he kills you first, lah, right? Not not kill, mm-hmm. lah, but like knock out the other person. If not, he knocks you out first. So it's a very different thing from like talking about. Well, I think when you're talking about like gymnastics and and stuff like that, where there's a inherent danger in just engaging in yeah, the sport yeah. versus something like uh, tennis or uh, you know even basketball or football or what like, right? Where if yeah. you if you have an off day, it means maybe you don't even touch the ball the, the whole day like, right? You know, but but you don't have a career ending injury as a result of that like, right? So yeah. Uh, then it made me start to think about the difference between what Naomi Osaka did and what Simone Biles did like, where. When Naomi Osaka, uh, I think she pulled out. Uh, she 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 cited the having to deal with the media as the reason that she's uh, you know having mental health issues and pulling out the competition. Uh. Uh, whereas Simone Biles, I think she's just saying that I you know yeah I have I'm uh, there's a lot of stress on me. I I don't feel that I can pull off the moves that I need to pull off, and, and yeah mm. I'm, I'm pulling out uh, So that's where I felt there was a bit of a difference. You know, when people are heaping a lot of praise on Naomi Osaka, I think there was also equally a lot of people who were saying like, uh, wait, why are you throwing the media under the bus? You know what? The media has always been there. This is this is basically people like you also doing their jobs, right? Just trying to get sound bites, just trying to write articles, trying to promote the sport, trying to, to, to sell newspapers, blah, blah, blah. But there is a symbiotic relationship between the media and the, the sport itself, right? So for mm. her to throw the media on the bus and say that they're the reason that she's, you know, got mental health issues and pulling out, I felt that um that was a a bit off la, to me. And and I think there was even on ESPN there were some commentators who, who who talked about the old days when literally the coach when when there weren't then the coaches would have to call up reporters to tell them the score of the matches because there were no reporters available to cover the local or regional matches, like, you know, in basketball and mm. things like that. So the the media was as important to the sport as the athlete is to the sport lah, and and maybe we've lost that a lot in the in recent years because of social media and everything. But to pin it squarely on the media, I thought oh, that was like uh, a bit a bit rough like If she just said, "Oh yeah, she she got mental health issues and she's pulling out," I think maybe there would have been a bit less of a backlash, like like how mm. how it is now for Simone Biles like, where she said, "You know, I I got mental health issues. I I can't I can't do this one." Lah. And so so there is a, I think there is a bit of difference between what Naomi Osaka did and what. Simone Biles did, and that's why, that's why maybe you 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 just generally feel the more positivity about what Simone Biles' decision rather than Naomi Osaka's Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I, I would still say that for Simone Biles to do it is like yeah okay. So so just to give context, I mean, I I do really respect Simone Biles and her achievements, mm. and even at the twenty eighteen World Championship, she she performed while having a kidney stone. No? Mm. So she and she is also the last surviving still practicing gymnast who mm. was uh, sexually abused by the the monster of a man uh, Larry Nassau mm. 
mm. you know the guy who who's actually assaulted like tens of uh female gymnasts yeah. and she she did say previously that it was very important for her to carry on as a professional gymnast yeah. because she felt that by by remaining in the in the sport it would lend more weight to any claims towards uh Larry Nassar, Nassar mm-hmm. and she did go through a very depressive state when she was forced to kind of talk about the issue when it, when it was being held, uh, trialed in court and all so i mean she is definitely a fucking amazing individual with a lot of grit with a lot of strength of character mm. and and for her to do this i still feel yeah like um I think I think her decision to do that, yeah. I I also see people saying, oh, if Tom Brady, the quarterback, pulled out, you know, people won't be as forgiving. But I totally agree that for a quarterback, even though it's a very physical game, the danger is it it's it feels less than a gymnast who's flipping like fucking seventeen times in the air with the yeah. potential of landing on a foot. So when I yeah. see comparisons like that, I think it's it's dumb. But when I also see articles saying that you know it's. Um, the most impressive move of her 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 uh, uh, her career and articles. I can't remember which article, but it did say that she is the most recognizable athlete at the Olympic Games. I also feel like statements like that. Wait, is she really? There are a lot of athletes. Okay, there's no Usain Bolt. There's no mm. Mich- my, my Michael Phelps. But then then I feel that okay. That then there's that whole like um like. A, a, a grandizing of, of what she did but no one's talking about her teammates you know her teammates mm. they were at their first Olympics mm. 18, 19 and 19 I think and they had to step up and some of them had to participate in events that they were not slated for mm. so then what about their mental health I don't mm. know so so I just none of the, a lot of the articles I read and I don't know if you uh, came across anything that spoke about them yeah. um, and that's where I feel like wow, what's what's going on here it just felt like the bigger issue is mental health, which I think it should be spoken about. But mm. the way she's being lauded as a hero, I feel is like um, a bit. Yeah, I still I still find that hard to stomach, lah. Mm, but but maybe that's where it is heroic, lah. In the sense that yeah, there's a lot of people who who can't stomach the you know the idea of of mental health being a so called a reason for pulling out and all that, lah. Right. But maybe this this is what is needed to to really get more attention on on taking care of athletes' mental health, to not force them to do things that they don't really want to do. Like, I mean Naomi Osaka's case, like, right? Like going for like like I mean it, the the thing is that it's not I I, I the the things that she painted out the media as the bad one. Actually, what what she should be saying is that she's being forced contractually to do things that she doesn't want to do, like make appearances and media events and stuff like that, right? Whereas the media, mm. the media is just the media trying to do their jobs, right? Like, and everyone's job is stressful. Everyone has mental health issues at their jobs. Uh. So I don't think they mm. she should have thrown the media under the bus. But it's just, before even signing a contract, she should have just made it clear, clearer to the organizers that she doesn't want to do this kind of thing. But maybe she was strong-armed into, into signing it, I'm not sure. But maybe that's the discussion that needs to be had, uh, that, that there should be better care of athletes' mental health at, at all these events and stuff like that, no? Yeah, so maybe, I mean, maybe that that is like the, that was also a, a, a motivating factor for Simone Biles mm. to be mm. as public about this yeah. as it has become, like, because it has really put mental health front and center, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. Um. But, but I, I guess, yeah, it's, it's more about how the, the okay, so for, for example, I mean, mm-hmm. not to, 
not to I know it's not an apple to apples comparison but when oh. Crazy Rich Asians came out okay yeah, yeah. when Crazy Rich Asians came out oh, okay. the way it was lauded as the saving <laughs> grace of all Asians and full Asian representation that also annoyed me uh, uh, um and and I felt like yo okay it's it's a great step in the right direction mm. but it is not the be all and end all it's not the silver bullet lah mm. so so in this case I also feel now it's reached a momentum where if you say anything questioning Simon Biles you are labelled in the same camp as Piers Morgan because he yeah. did write an article yeah. Yeah. talking about it yeah. which to me had some had some thought-provoking points. Mm. Not to say I agree with uh, the bulk, bulk of what he said, but I appreciated a different opinion. There was another article on the Daily Wire, which yeah. is also a right-wing publication in the mm. US. Mm. So I feel the moment you say something that is not like just heaping praise, it would fall in that camp. La. So that's yeah. why I'm, I'm curious how people would react. Are, are people cringing as they hear yeah. me say that, that for me it's still hard to... Uh, to stomach, uh, uh, no, no, to stomach so, the, the effusive praise. Uh. No, I'm I'm going to uh, defend us slightly older people here as well, uh, right? That, that I mean, yeah. I, I say these things about oh yeah, maybe it's a good thing or that, but but similar to you also, the first thought that comes to mind, uh huh, just give up, uh, that kind of thing, uh. So um, I think you must remember that we come from this background again. Let's go back to the Michael Jordan analogy. We came from this era where yeah, you know, the flu game, Jordan, all that. But then when it came to athletes' mental health, the word mental health wasn't even brought up. But remember Michael Jordan, he retired and then went to play baseball for a year and a half. Remember? Mm. In between his two yeah, three yeah, correct, beats with the Chicago. So essentially, yeah. that was him saying, I have a mental health issue because my dad passed away and everything. Or my dad got murdered and it was a very bizarre thing and all that. And I need, to, yeah. I need time to get away from the sport. And the media is very stressing me out. So essentially, that is Michael Jordan saying, I got mental health issues without saying the, using the word mental health, lah, right? Mm. And then um, if you all watched The Last Dance, which was that fantastic documentary about the Chicago Bulls last year uh, as, that, as, mm. that, as that whole group, Dennis Rodman also had you know mental health breakdowns, right? He he said that one day he's at, in the middle of the season, he said, just suddenly said, I need to go to, to go Vegas and party. Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So essentially that was a med- mental health timeout for him, lah, right? So... Yeah. Um, but back then, in those days, we never used the words mental health to describe these issues, you see. And 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 maybe we should have. Like, 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 like you know, now if I tell you, if I tell you, hey, you know, I'm getting a knee surgery next week, uh, then then they'll be like, oh, you, you, oh, is it what happened? You tore your ACL, your MCL, whatever. For some reason, everyone knows all the different parts of your knee already, right? As mm-hmm. well as some, as well as some medical doctors and all that. But, but when we talk about the brain, we barely even know anything about how the brain works, you know, and, and it's just not a place that that we spend a lot of time uh, studying and, and and funding as much research about, uh, right, about mental health and all. So, so yeah. um, I think it has to, people who are angry with, with the older generation and the boomers like ourselves who question Simone Biles have to understand the context that we come from. Uh. This perf- peak athlete having mental health issues thing was never a narrative that we ever experienced when we were watching sports growing up and things like that, no? Well, so so we are we are that old, uh, because you know you know the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. thing you explained, which which I totally agree with, and yeah. I think has a lot of merit, yeah. is the same thing that you know you hear people growing up in the seventies who who say who cannot understand casual racism, mm. or who cannot understand, or like like let's say my parents' generation for all those people who have been arranged marriage, they cannot understand divorce. Yeah. It's just, Correct. it's just, it just cannot, and yeah. and in some way now, 
like what you said, are we are we also at that stage where we are so much, we're not we're not young anymore to the point yeah. where the next generation is really on a totally different uh, frame of understanding mm. than us, like. And even last year when we were talking to Shashwe and Narelle, both mm. of whom are like what 10, 10 years apart, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that kind of disconnect also there, like. And maybe that's the reality. Maybe mm. maybe that is the the reality that right now the people, a lot of the people who are in support and and heaping praise, it's just a de- uh, a, a a very different perspective from from the ones that we are familiar with and maybe we will converge to them. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. maybe is that the way forward then? Maybe I mean I mean you think about it in Singapore we just uh in fact a very like there've been a, quite a number of like uh teen teenage deaths recently like right. And one particularly yeah. very gruesome one. I mean I mean would you rather that the uh, that things you know, end up like that where where people take their lives or whatever because they they can't get help for mental health or or would you rather that they just be able to bravely say you know I I couldn't I can't deal with something I'm having a mental health issue lah and and mm. honestly yeah I would rather that the kid be able to come out and say it and then he sees his heroes or his his the athletes that he looks up to also saying hey you know I I'm having a mental health issue I'm just taking a time out now you know. Then you learn that okay, mm. it's not as as terrible as it seemed, Because, because I mean, uh, also uh, again in in uh, going back to the Jordan thing, actually watching the Last Dance documentary made me think about all these issues. Like, would I want to have someone like Jordan as my teammate, like, Who is fucking heckling me all the time, calling me names, making me feel like shit? Am I? Would I be able to you know go to go to work or go and play the game with a, with a straight face and everything, like, You know. That's something I thought mm. about when when you think about who's the greatest of all time. You know, like is it Michael Jordan? Is it someone like LeBron James? You know, like, and, and it's very different. LeBron James is someone who literally like makes the players around him like play better, look better because he passes his he's a pass first mentality kind of guy, like, You know, whereas Jordan's mm. really dominate the game and and everyone else just uh, he leads and everyone else follows, like, Right, but 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 at the end of it, when you come out of it, which one? In which one will your mental health be intact, lah? Right, which process? So, so I thought. I mean, I mean, a lot of these things have been coming up recently, also because you see players like Roger Federer, who you know he's 40, 40 years old, and he also just pulled out of the Roland Garros after saying, "Oh, my knee can't take it," and things like that. And and nobody mm. gave him any shit, lah. Nobody gave him any shit. Everyone was like, oh, "Okay, okay, you know, he's forty years old. He's done a lot for the sport." And, and yeah, and we understand your knee injury and things like that, lah. But um. At the same time, you know, like like the the mental aspect of the game is is very important. And Roger Federer himself has acknowledged, right? Like his he crashed out Wimbledon because his mental just wasn't there, lah. Like his mental just couldn't bring his body to do the things he wanted to do. So so the mental mm. aspect of the game cannot be underestimated. And then and maybe it's time for for all of us to acknowledge that okay, this is a real thing, and we got to you know like really uh, devote proper resources to it, lah. Like like what we're doing in schools now I think like with uh, just just seeing from the response to the River Valley incident uh. mm, I mean and I guess the one thing also that that like, I think social media really fucks a lot of things up mm. and it makes so many problems worse especially when it comes to mental health yeah. um, literally I think um, I think the whole people trolling Simone Biles on the internet mm. is has been a known thing for years Even right now SK2 
Yeah. Uh, they they've gotten into the original content. They have yeah. an animated series of six episodes of six creators at great female athletes and one of them is on Simone Biles mm. and the story is like these trolls are attacking her and it's all animated very beautifully and all and it's about the internet trolls against Simone Biles. Mm. So I think in an athlete growing up in this day and age you are facing not just media pressure but the internet trolls lah. Mm. So it is a very different climate but then maybe maybe it is inevitable that our own definition of greatness yeah. or or what it means to be a world class olympian or athlete yeah is no longer going to be what it is and all those those you know those cards they put up in schools about perseverance and all that mm. they need to mm. be updated also yeah. <laughs> because because everything we've been fed is like you know you 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 push through the pain you know mm. that's what makes people great you know mm. obstacles life will throw you obstacles but it's about what is everybody falls but it's how you pick yourself up or yeah, something yeah so should a new one be everybody falls and you know what if you want to keep lying on the ground for a while yeah it's fine yeah take your time maybe take your maybe time. take your time that's yeah. why but then but then i mean like wow that, but, that but, is like a but, yeah so 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 here's something interesting also <laughs> like, that I, i did think about was that we got to think about the the advancement of technology even in something as as Like like the human physique and everything like right, like like mm. years ago you cannot imagine someone like Ronaldo at his age you know performing at such a peak level still right, um or someone mm. like LeBron James he's almost thirty eight right he's only thirty seven or thirty eight he's still mm. at the almost at the top of the 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 basketball heap right you know barring injuries and things like that and and as as mentioned uh, Roger Federer Rafa Nadal they're all performing at very 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 high levels in spite of age ah uh. so maybe even You know that the concept of an athlete having a very finite amount of time to, to really chase glory and all that, that that has also probably stretched out quite a bit because of technology and taking care of the human body and everything, like, right? Mm-hmm. And that's something mm-hmm. that uh, I'll admit that even I have have a bit of uh, difficulty coming to terms to because I keep thinking everyone when someone tells me that oh they're thirty three years old I'm like okay his career is almost at the at the end already, yeah like, no man like that's that. almost peaking yeah that's <laughs> like oh maybe this like finish your finish yeah maybe if you're a goalkeeper that might be your peak but be But other than that, you are done. But 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 maybe it's not lah. Maybe it's not. So so maybe athletes are, are aware of that and and they they realize that they need to take themselves, they take better care of themselves so they might have a might be able to have a slightly longer career lah, like a Roger Federer or mm. Ronaldo like that. You really got to listen to your body, listen to your mind, and know when you you should do something or shouldn't do something lah, right? Yeah, but I mean, on the flip side, since we are projecting into the future, maybe, mm. maybe we will see less people really dominate a sport mm, because correct, you know the, the yep. names you mentioned, right? Like, like LeBron James, uh, Ronaldo, they've been the subject of so much scrutiny mm. at various points in their life. Yeah, but the fact is that they 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 somehow overcame it, lah. Like, mm. Maybe. Maybe their brains are wired a certain way, mm-hmm. but there is that element of like, wow, fuck the. I remember when when Ronaldo got uh, when Rooney sent off at the World Cup and he came back to England. He was 19 and he was booed at every game. Yeah, or twi- yeah. Uh, like 19, 20, fucking young and yeah, he he his career has just been pushing through everything that has been pushed uh, on him. Like, and if you mm. look at Djokovic, mm. no one is talking about Djokovic at the Olympics. Yeah. You know, when yeah. they say Simon Biles is one of the most recognizable at the Olympics. Mm. Um, I mean, Djokovic, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of his, but you cannot deny that he's dominated the sports mm. and he will dominate it for the next few years. And he's yeah. just doing his thing. And every time he plays a game, he's the enemy. Yeah, you know? right, right. 
So so maybe this we are maybe for all we know this is the last generation of people of that that makeup lah. You know. Yeah. Uh, but maybe at, maybe. at the same time, I'm, I'm at not, the same time, saying. technology might advance and and they might develop uh, ways to all the techniques to really train the mind up like you know to 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 make it mm. almost bulletproof and, and things because there's you know there's sports psychologists and everything that you can hire for your team now and then there are even data analysts who really pour over every aspect of your of your game and, mm. and will tell you what you need to do and what you shouldn't do and things like that so the the traditional uh as the traditional way of like oh a sportsman is out there alone and he has to execute everything by himself i think that is like Uh, very old school way of doing things already. Yeah, yeah. Now you have a yeah. really a whole medical team, a whole entourage following you around, watching everything that you put in your mouth, everything that you do, even the stuff that you do with your family on your off days and stuff like that. You just got to, everything's just very carefully uh, watched over. Lo. Maybe that is going to be the next boom of of sports science. Yeah. You know, like like, like, like what the you said, science, exactly. Yeah. I think, The mental side, because we've seen, I think now, like if you look at professional footballers and like any athlete, they they have so much data about their heart rate, their yeah. cardiovascular this, their cardio. Maybe the next step is for mental health, lah. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. brains is going to be, and maybe that might be a, a a way for identifying athletes also, lah. You know, you Possibly, can test your yeah. psychomotor skills, yeah. but in future, maybe It's for that sort of psychological uh, to determine skills. how good you, <laughs> yeah, they just plug something into your brain. You're like, okay. This one, this one can, this one, this one can take stress. One yeah, cannot yeah, take yeah. stress. I mean, the the the, the like esports un, un athletes essentially the the example of that lah, right? They mm, it's true. really about <laughs> it's yeah. really about their reflexes and and in the hand eye coordination, but not but I mean not not really hand eye coordination, but yeah, you know, also just like being able to handle a lot of stress at, at one point of time lah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without, but so, it's not that they're not sweating. They're not like you know, uh, physically exhausted by the end of the day or anything like that, lah. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess this is the, the like. I, I just wish there were there were more articles that try and look at this thing from both sides. Yeah. I don't know. Reading the articles just makes me sad, and looking at Twitter makes me sadder because you get all the comments of like, oh, you know, or suddenly everyone's an expert on on gymnasts. Some suddenly everyone's an expert on yeah. the Olympics. You know. Simon Biles, the old people, nothing, you know. But to me, it was kind of comments like, "Hey, yo, then what? Only Olympians can comment on this, is it?" Yeah. Then I feel it's just going down a fucking fucking path uh, because that sets a very good context yes. for the next topic. Yes. Uh, yeah, but but first of all, if if anyone listening had, like severely disagrees with me and thinks I'm like fucking dinosaur in terms of thinking or just wanna enjoy a good debate, please head on over to our subreddit. The mm. link is in the description. Yes. Um. But yes, the next topic, which uh, also concerns the Olympics. But also, I guess yeah lah, not so like, a bit disappointing news also lah, right? That, that yeah. uh, Joseph Schooling finished eighth in the in his hundred meter butterfly heat, his pet event. So he was not able to qualify for the semi final for the hundred meter butterfly, for which he was he was also defending champion lah from Rio twenty sixteen lah. Yeah. Yeah. So that literally just And, happened like hours ago. Hours ago, yeah, in, in Tokyo, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, his timing was also about three seconds off his uh, Olympic record, which mm. he set in 2016. Yeah, correct. Um, and I think over the course of the past five years since Rio, mm. he he did. I think after Rio, he went back. He did uh, okay in the US, and then at the World Championships and Sea Games, he didn't do as well as. 
people were expecting him, expecting him to, and then there were yeah. a lot of comments about him putting on weight. And he even has some interviews which you can find online where he talks about how the the weight comments uh, did annoy him, but mm. he did also admit that he was about five to six kg overweight. Mm. So I, I think over the past few years, I I don't know, but I felt a certain like oh shit. Is how's Joseph Schooling going to do at the Olympics? Yeah. Um. I will still say that him winning on at on in twenty sixteen was one of the happiest days of my life. Okay. Uh. And I've never felt prouder as a Singaporean. I think a lot of people would feel the same way. Like. Yeah. 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 But I will also say just now my first reaction when I saw that he finished eight, uh, three seconds off his personal best, I was like, "Hey, what the fuck, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but that, I mean, what was your first? Yeah, what was your first reaction? Can't deny a bit of disappointment, lah. Right? You would want to have have at least seen him uh, get to the semifinals and then you know uh, put in a put in a good timing, lah. Basically, but but yeah. yeah, finishing last in his heat was like not on my it wasn't on my cards, lah. Basically, yeah. And so, but the thing is, when I looked online, right, on Reddit, on Twitter, I mean, he's trending on Twitter. Uh, and there's also another hashtag that's trending called Shields for Schooling, which mm. is a bunch of people who are kind of tweeting uh, about how they will protect schooling at all costs because he did the best we he could. He's still an Olympian. We can never yeah. take that away from him. And yeah. he's our greatest athlete ever. Yeah. Um, and on Reddit, also, a lot of people were saying that, you know what, he tried his best. What more can we ask for? Yeah. And we should still be proud and all. Mm. And that's when I also feel like, oh my God, am I a horrible person for thinking <laughs> that? He's three seconds off his best. Yeah. Am, can we criticize him? Is it is it wrong to criticize him? And then I like, I don't know. I feel like a horrible person. Yeah. But I mean, the, the other thing is, again, you know, this is the Tokyo 2020 Olympics happening in 2021. So, yeah. you know, Joseph Schooling, he's on, he's on borrowed time. La. He knows that the moment these Olympics are done, he has to go into NS and everything, right? So, I don't know, maybe there was a period where he was like really in tip-top condition in 2020 and ready to go and everything. And then uh, everything gets delayed by one whole year. And then it's not easy like keeping up that same kind of motivation for a whole year. Uh, Actually, on the flip side, sorry, on the flip side, just to, mm. uh, in on July 23rd, 2020, there was an article published on a new paper where Joseph yeah. Schoolings himself said that the extra year to prepare for Olympics is a boost for him because he would not have been ready last year. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's I what mean, he said. I mean, yeah, la, that's that's what that's what the I mean. Also, partially, you got to take everything the an athlete says with a grain of salt, la. He has to, he has to also be hype, be his own hype man, right? Kind of, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, but, but the the truth is, like, as a coach and 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 all that, you you sort of just you 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 sort of everything has to come together at a certain point of time, right? And then when that just mm. then that whole thing just disappears, it's like ah oh, fuck that. Energy is definitely you're deflated for a short while, lah, right? Uh, yeah. I don't think it's like oh the next day like, okay let's just prepare for one more year because everyone has to change their plans also for the next year in order to to accommodate the the change, right? So so I I guess for for schooling also it's it's a uh, you know I mean I'm not sure how the last year was but the last year was a strange tough one for everyone like, around the world and then if if um you know if that was part of the reason also then. It's just it is what it is, lah, right? You can't you can't can't fault him lah really for for like what what he did. He just he tried his best lah. Mm. 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 So did you also go through like you started off at one point and then you reached another point uh after going through or from the start you already like like 
Yeah, you can't you can't fault him. Uh, it has been a weird ass fucking year, and for yeah, the, these Olympic athletes, it is really fucking tragic. Uh, that they basically, I'm assuming, their training cycle is based on yeah. milestones like the World Championships, the 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 Olympics, the Asian Games, and all, and this yeah. fucks up everything, lah. No, I think yeah, we 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 have had this discussion before where we said basically everything pre COVID, sports wise, like everything pre COVID and post COVID, need to be looked at in different with different lenses, lah. Right. Uh, it's just very, just very different world, and, and and you know any championship or what that you win during COVID or after COVID has a bit of an asterisk next next to it, like In the sense of like, it's a different era from before, already, la. So I think the same points of comparison can't really be brought up that way, lor. Like like where, you know, like like I mean Tokyo right now the Olympics is is there's no crowd cheering you on. There's no like you know there's there's definitely no spirit in the air because people can't. I mean there probably is still some semblance of spirit but nothing could probably compared to what it was in, in prior years and all that lah, right so so mm. a lot of athletes I mean like I'm sure swimmers also they, they thrive on like you know people cheering and there being a live crowd and, and things like that lah, right so so if mm. this affects their performance I'm I'm totally not surprised at all lah. and and um, yeah lah, it's just it, it, it's unfortunate but it, it, it it's the nature of the sport lah. it's just like that lah. yeah I mean yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe some people thrive on crowds. Some mm. people prefer the the tranquil solace of like no crowds. Mm. Um, but and I also I also read that uh, when the swimming pool started closing down in the US in yeah. March 2020, he came back to Singapore to train. Yeah. So yeah, I have correct. seen a few comments saying, "Yeah, that's what happens when you come back to Singapore, la. <laughs> You train, you lose three seconds of your of your personal best." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how true that is, but I mean. Like yeah, I I can't imagine what he's going through now because you talk about uh like athletes having their countries uh like on their shoulders, you know. Like Joseph Schooling literally was our our biggest hope, lah, right? Mm, and yeah. but but then then it made me think also like because I don't I I've also seen some people say, huh? You mean like uh what what kind of how can people just quit or underperform like that? You do mm. that in any other job, you cannot fire, lah. Mm, mm. So I don't think that's a fair comparison. But yeah. at the same time, is it fair to criticize athletes? Uh, and yeah, I, and I the, tried reading the, up the stupid, the the irritating one I keep hearing is like, ah, uh, taxpayers' money wasted on him, and and then you know should have gone to like find other new young swimmers or stuff like that. Then I'm like, wow, but this guy just literally brought us a gold medal yeah. just a few short years yeah. ago, and then of course we're gonna put the money behind him, but. There's no reason you should spread it out and try and find another one of him. We should just milk him as much as while he still can swim and everything, lah. Yeah, he's still our best hope, lah. Yeah, he's still, he's exactly. still, he's still our best, best shot at an Olympic gold. Maybe even in the next Olympics. Yeah. So the whole taxpayer thing, I was just like, wow, oh, very irritating. But comments. then, but then at at the, at the same time, like like you know, he is three three seconds off his personal best. Mm. Is that something that people can rightfully point out and like? criticize and lament or or is it because these athletes are already pushing their bodies to like the fucking edge of like their like what's humanly possible that we should respect everything they do is they do their best that's enough i mean it, it, it is a whatever they've been doing is is a, also a sacrifice like right like like uh for all that we say about him delaying his national service now he goes to national service he goes in much older than everyone and and you know uh and and you know there there are certain 
there there have there are definitely sacrifices that he he has to make in his in his life lah, right to achieve Olympic glory. So all these sacrifices have already been made lah, right. The work has been done before mm. he even comes to the Olympics already lah. So I I think all you can really say is just thanks for thanks for, for thanks for that lah. And and I mean he literally delivered us our first ever Olympic gold, and it was such a sweet one because it was a it was a I mean I wouldn't say. Like like entirely trained in Singapore, but at least it was lit, like a Singapore son, like born and bred in Singapore, lah, right? You know, up mm. to up to primary school, lah, at least. And then after that, he went to the US and all. But but the, the point is, yeah, lah, that 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 really shone a light on 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 the possibilities for our 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 kids in Singapore as well, lah. You don't have to just be be whatever the government tells you is good for you, a PMET or whatever. You can also aspire to greater things, lah. Mm. Yeah. yeah exactly I, th- I think like that that you can no one can take away take that away from Joseph Schooling like. I mean he'll right. always be an Olympic champion right yeah and he um, beat Michael Phelps the legend you know that's the crazy yeah. thing as well right yeah so but it's just I guess I don't know like so so this is also something very thought provoking for me I guess I guess one one analogy I just thought of is like you know when when you see your favorite footballer miss a penalty mm. right mm. of course he's done it hundreds of times in training yeah but when you miss a penalty I I can safely say that I and I guess I'm guessing a lot of fans uh, who have seen their favorite players miss penalties there's no you almost feel like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. I feel so bad for him. I feel so sad for him. Not like, eh, hey, fuck lah, this guy. Yeah. So for schooling, maybe that has to be the way lah, that, that there's really no reason why he wouldn't have trained as hard as he could. Mm. Right? There's really no reason why he would put in a half-ass effort. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, yeah, we just have to, have to just say, like, okay, you know, fucking, we still love you as mm. a Singaporean brother. Yeah. Which I still do. Which I still do. Yeah. Um. I mean, I am disappointed, but maybe it shouldn't be the angry disappointment. Correct, I should be correct. like, ah, fuck. No, and, and, fuck, and, he tried his best. Yeah, and that's something that, you know, as you get older, uh, even if you don't play competitive sports anymore and all that, it's something that you start to appreciate more, like, right? That it's not just about the winning and the losing, but it's part of the the whole story of, of, of everything, like, right? Like like when you mentioned favorite player missing penalty, you immediately my mind went to like nineteen ninety four Roberto Baggio in the in the mm-hmm. World Cup final against uh between Italy and Brazil where he was he was the the most storied player of the entire tournament and he stepped yeah. up to take the final penalty that would that would keep Italy in the competition and he missed that right he he didn't even it wasn't even saved he just missed the, the penalty blew it up blew it yeah. up yeah. but 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 that is maybe the 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 story like, right. And then that's what help us helps us also appreciate the really awesome moments when when things do go our way as, as sports fans or what like, right? Um mm. you know, I mean you look at that like recently Milwaukee, Milwaukee like fifth, literally fifty years since they last won a an NBA championship. And and this time they, they won it like and it was so it's I mean you know they, they, they know that it might never happen again for another fifty years. But but it's okay because you know they get to, uh, to enjoy this one time lah, and, mm. and you know yeah yeah like like you know we talked about watching Ronaldo and Messi, you know fight uh you know fight each other all the time and and, and then the, all the comparisons of who's better but we are we are better off that there is this there is this duel between them and that it may never be fully answered who's the greatest of all time between mm. the two of them lah right it's just something mm. to for us to witness lah. 
Nadal, Djokovic, and, Federer, same thing also, you know, like who cares at the end who how many grand steps everyone has. The fact that we witnessed it is we are damn lucky, lah, right? Mm. And I mean, maybe it's also the fact that uh, in this day and age with so much access to information, social mm. media, like uh, it almost feels like, okay, if you're a good swimmer, you should be like Michael Phelps. Yeah. If you're a good gymnast, you should be like Simone Biles. Anything less means you are a failure. Lah. But yeah. that's fucking ridiculous because Michael Phelps and Simone Biles are genetic freaks. Yeah. And yeah. they've probably had a whole bunch of things in their personal and career, personal life careers go well to help them do that. Mm. And maybe, yeah, Joseph Schooling winning one gold medal is really fucking amazing and it shouldn't mm. be expected that, okay, you win one gold medal, of course you have to win the next gold medal. Lah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the, 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 the normalization of Michael Phelps and all those freakish athletes is also causing everybody's expectations to 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 go up la. But you know, we, we talk of all these Olympians. I think I think we should we need to give a shout out to um the Cheng Ming um Yu Ming Yu, you know mm. the table tennis mm. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I know she isn't a Singaporean born athlete. Mm. Uh, she's representing Singapore, but she like do you if you watch the table tennis finals she was injured mm. and she fucking pushed on like like us boomers it, yeah. maybe are more accustomed to yeah and fuck man I thought that was that was I felt like, like wow fuck this is this is awesome like and and she, I I I respect her so much for that mm, correct correct so yeah. shout out to you Ming Yu yeah so so it is a uh, I mean yeah like, the life of a professional athlete is a uh, is. Not, not many people will understand it. It, it. it can't really be compared to a lot of other, any a lot of other professions out there also, lah, right? So, so mm, it's just, mm, I mean, we just got to accept that if, you know, if we're there to witness when the highs happened, we should be thankful lah, and thank that they gave us these stories to carry with us to tell our children and, and our grandchildren about. Lah. You know, oh, last time when Joseph Schooling won this one, I was sitting at the coffee shop watching with all these uncles and stuff like that. Lah. You know, mm, mm, and, and you know, mm. it's a it's just it's just it's just, there's something about sports that that just unites people like that lah. And and I think uh, Joseph Schooling has given us a lot of fantastic moments in his in his swimming career. So even after this, if after Ami decides to call it quits, I think it's it's totally he's totally oh it's totally okay lah. You know, mm, mm, mm. yeah, yeah. That's been that's been interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting for me yeah. uh, to talk through this. True. Huh. Yeah, but I mean, um, like just, just to go back to the uh, Simone Biles thing, the latest news is that her teammate, uh, Sunny Lee, mm. actually won the Olympic gold for the women's all-round event, which was which Simone Biles was favorite for. La. Oh, really? So, oh. yeah, yeah, she won. So, so that's cool. La. So, I mean, yeah. her, the, a younger newer person got a chance to step up right yeah exactly yeah so so I mean like for Joseph Schooling also he will be coming back to Singapore right I don't think he'll go yeah he probably he won't go to the US so so I'm yeah now that we have spoken about it and uh, I'm curious how what's going to happen in the media because I think the media hasn't been the kindest to him in Singapore Uh, in what sense like just the way they they title it and all that Mm. but I mean, I'm curious to see how what happens the next few days, lah. Yeah. Because he's definitely going to be interviewed. I think I I watched the interview after he didn't make the freestyle finals, mm. and to interview a athlete after they just didn't qualify, wow, that's like the worst time yeah. to interview and someone. He was yeah. trying to speak through a mask as well, right? Which is like, and he was fucking breathing, breathing like, yeah. <laughs> 
that's why. I even that so time I mean, we were giving a presentation. I when I was wearing a mask and talking, I, after a while I felt like fainting already. Man. <laughs> oh lord! And you didn't imagine. even swim. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I didn't swim. even like swim hundred meters at all. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, when I see people saying, "Hey, you know, every suddenly no one who, people who can't even swim have become an expert on Joseph schooling," I'm like, "Fuck you, lah!" Those comments don't help anyone, lah. Mm-hmm. You can that's almost like saying just because you are not Indian, you cannot talk about minority issues. <laughs> Here we go again. So, Racial so that kind of stuff, yeah. But, but yeah, I'm curious to see how people, um, yeah, react yeah. to this on our subreddit. Well, I saw the I saw the some pretty nasty, like like jokes about the. About it on 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 Reddit lah, right? You know, like mm-hmm. comments like from Aquaman to Bakwaman, that kind of, that kind of thing, uh, which is yeah. Uh, I mean, it's 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 just it's yeah lah. It's fat shaming lah. It's not it's not it's not it's not that great lah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Kids don't fat shame. Cool. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why well, suddenly that one? Uh, well, that's a whole different topic. Although don't open Pandora's box just as we. No, no, we're talking we about, about the one, topic, what uh. people are saying about Joseph schooling and all that, lah. Oh, I yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah, see. Yeah. So I saying, I saying, don't fetch him. Hello, mm-hmm. I also, I also fat one, so I'm entitled to say it. <laughs> oh, you're entitled yeah. just because you're 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 part of that group, uh. Exactly correct. Um, mm. but yes, okay, that brings but, us to our next segment, which is one should comment, and what is your one should comment? Yeah. Uh, my one show comment I mean the the past few podcasts have had some fucking great conversations mm. uh on on Reddit but the one comment that I I, I mean I can't come is it shook is it not shook I just fucking burst out laughing when I read it mm. it is by F4HM1 mm. uh it was on our podcast 187 the yeah. one about anti-vaxxers and yeah. amongst all the very well thought out comments and all this comment was basically small matter but did Harish pronounce uh, Reuters has router, isn't it pronounced as Reuters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I was thinking like, fuck, did I say Reuters or routers? You said routers, I think. Right, routers. Yeah. Fucking hell. Then I think there was another comment who said that uh, you know there should be a dictionary of hard English phrases, and then someone <laughs> commented saying he was probably talking about Reuters in his omelette way, which yeah. I found very endearing. And just uh, it has also made me question my my vocabulary and speaking skills throughout the years. Mm. But all I can say is I'm not gonna change the way I fucking say shit, okay? Mm. And if you guys you guys wanna call me out, right, go ahead because I'm gonna pronounce the words the way I've been pronouncing them for my entire life. I found out that day when I was talking to my uncle and aunt, and I was trying to act smart and saying there's this new definition. You know, there was a helicopter parent mm. and there's a snowplow parent now. Then you're like, oh, snowplow. Well, what's what's snowplow? I was like, snowplow. You know. You use a snow, then yeah. There's a, what do you mean? What's a snowplow? Yeah. P l o w. I was like, no, P l o u g h. And is it snowplow? I was like, fuck, don't tell me. Has he, is it snowplow? Snowplow. I mean, saying snowplow yeah. the whole time. Yeah. But why? Why are you so resistant to, to? I mean, if someone just corrects because you, in, you're, you're correct. I mean, just say thank you, and then just use the the. I mean, at right now the correct way of saying it, lah. I mean, why, why, why yeah, so know, resistant to it? I don't understand. As in, is that something okay. like? Because I yeah, there's. I don't understand the resistance to just saying omelette rather than omelette. Can can it not just be my 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 deepest desires to be different and special? No, no so I mean, and, if you just acknowledge that it's just one thing to be contrarian, then I okay lah. 
then I'll give you that. Oh, no, and no, I will no. never correct I you. Say- I will never correct you if I hear you say something <laughs> a bit off. La. I will never. Then I will just shut up already from now on. If you just acknowledge that, it's just no. you just trying to be contrary. Like how you say scoring vulgarities makes you feel special. That kind of thing. Hey, you know? fuck you. When did I say that? Hey, fuck, fuck you. When did I say that? Okay? It gives you an edge. It you put gives it, you an edge. You, right. you putting words in my mouth. You putting words in my mouth. <laughs> I will say that I do enjoy the the little bit of like okay la, like there's something that when I like when I read that comment la, I was like oh okay that's it feels like like a good friend like all these commenters are good friends of mine mm-hmm. um and and I appreciate that and uh yeah I think part of me is like if I just pronounce everything regularly then I mean when I when like uh there there will be words that I adapt yeah. but uh. Uh, I'm not saying I will never change the way I say a lot of words. I will no longer say snowplow parent because okay. nobody will fucking understand me. Okay. But for omelette, most of the time, people understand me. La. So so it's not a blanket yes or no that I will change or will not change. And I think it's very unfair of you to put all these words in my mouth <laughs> and, and proclaim that I do things for reasons that are totally inaccurate. No, but but yeah, la, okay, la, okay. Yeah, so, no, I'm just trying to understand mm. why, why, why this... Uh, like if someone tells me that that uh, oh it's not pronounced this way it's pronounced this way, I'll just say oh, okay la, I mean understand oh that's good I learned something today la. thanks thank you for the lesson. So what what is one word what is one word you have corrected me that I haven't changed yet the omelette omelette thing. Omelette omelette yeah you know omelette omelette uh yeah yeah I think that's that's a big one that this one everyone recognizes but then I didn't I didn't I I, I it's just that now you're talking about this then I start to remember that there's this pattern of you refusing to. To, to say words <laughs> the correct way. And it's not like people are correcting you out of like trying to tell you that they're smarter than I you. I know, I know. They're just correcting you, just saying, like, oh, now I understand what you're saying. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a yeah, quirk. So it's just a quirk. I, it's a mental health thing. It's a quirk. <laughs> la. Maybe, yeah. Okay, see, now you are trivializing mental health. It's a quirk, okay? It's a quirk. <laughs> Give you a way out. It's a quirk. What was no, no, so, so let's define no. the quirk is that you want to have pronounce things that you know that a lot of people will have trouble understanding because that makes you feel no. special. <laughs> no, so no, fuck you. Again, you're fucking just... No, I'm saying for snowplow, I won't say snowplow anymore because okay. it's snowplow. Okay. But for omelet, I met enough people who also say omelet that I think, okay lah, like, then I will just, un- unless it's a life and death situation mm. where maybe I'm trapped in a room where the door needs to be unlocked with an omelette mm. and if I'm shouting at the top of my voice and everybody's like, what the fuck is the omelette? Mm. Then I would say omelette. Okay, okay. So so yeah. I think I think uh, maybe it's good next time, yeah, maybe it's good for Reddit to like catch more of these instances. Call me out. Uh, yeah. Call you out. And then, catch, catch, and then we'll see whether catch. you actually... You actually do <laughs> respond, la, right? As in, you do, do you exactly. adjust with, or you just hold on to what you know to be wrong? Exactly. Yeah. Then, then because we, <laughs> exactly. we talk about anti vexers and everything, and we're criticizing them, then I'm like, this is anti vocabulary. vocabulary anti- hey, don't, don't try and put them on the same level. <laughs> me saying omelette does not compromise the health or safety of anyone around me, mm. unless there is a life and death situation which depends on the proper pronunciation of omelette or omelette. Mm. So please okay. do not make this kind of false comparisons. Okay, okay. Well, I'll give you. We we'll give you the benefit mm. of the doubt. Nah. It's not because you want to. Thank feel, you. It's not because you want to feel special. Yeah, it's not because <laughs> I want to feel special. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, my <laughs> favorite comment also. What is, is your from, one should comment? No, my one should comment also from the same thread from Mofster Boy. Uh, I mean, mm. he, he gives a. I don't want to read the whole thing because it's very long and it's. Uh, but it's it's quite, it's quite a good read line in the sense that he's not a medical doctor, PhD, but he works in immunology research. 
So he just wanted to give a bit more context of of, of uh what we're discussing, lah, which is fantastic because like we mentioned, uh, we're not we're not medical experts at, at all, lah, right? And and we don't know a lot about this this thing. And I don't want to I don't want to quote um I don't want to quote something wrong and, and everything worse, but the Mobster Boy brings out a lot of uh interesting uh interesting uh, thoughts uh, and and the last I think his last point was even the most interesting one to me is that is it is it that Singapore has managed COVID nineteen so well that and kept like the death rate so low that's why anti vaxxers are, are even more emboldened to just say ah yeah it's not a serious disease la, right mm. so that was quite an interesting thought to me la, yeah hmm I see like uh and and I think yeah I, I remember reading that also and and yeah that is a there have been some articles talking about how Singapore's like uh, almost meticulous handling of COVID is is kind of proving to be a problem mm, right mm, yeah so interesting thoughts and coming from someone who knows a lot more about the topic than we do right yeah yeah exactly yeah. okay yeah, exactly cool okay cool what is what is your one and the next segment is our one shook thing for the past few days and what is yours man yeah I think my one shook thing for the past few days is uh just a combination of a few something that I brought up in one shook things before is that the Microsoft Flight Simulator, the fantastic game from 2020 that was only available for PCs, was finally released on Xbox Series S and Series X uh, for the console. Mm. And that means for a much cheaper price of a console, you can get a the full experience of flying uh, you know, a, a Boeing 747 or whatever over your own home. Uh, you know, to see what your home looks like mm-hmm. from the sky. Uh, and, and, and and given the situation that we're in, stuck at home and everything, I think this is something I, I can't wait to to get this experience. Like if I can get my hands on the Xbox Series X, if possible. Uh, it's, it's still, it's still think, sold out everywhere. I think you but, have, yeah. I think you have spoken about it before, right? I have, like I have. When, yeah. but the, when the there was announced or something. Announced, was, but now it's announced. The reviews are all fantastic and they say it's a much, much more accessible way to get new people or to try it out and everything. So, that's, that's, that's why I'm bringing it up now to let everyone know it's I out. see. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That is cool. Yep. Um, and, and my one shock thing is uh, I recently started watching, I think previously my I mentioned my one shock thing being the Amazon series uh, All or Nothing that followed mm. Tottenham Hotspur, mm. uh, Mourinho. But recently I started watching the first season of that which follows Pep Guardiola uh, during his second season at Manchester City yeah. and as much as I'm not a fan of Manchester City um, or at least I didn't start off I think if you haven't watched both seasons and do have access to Amazon Prime watch the Pep Guardiola one because mm. he's a lot more likable than Mourinho yeah. um, and it's just it's just yeah there, there's something the way they shoot it it just blows my mind and in, in the spirit of Olympics and the climate of sport, sports and to see how things work behind the scenes of a of a world class club like Man City mm. is fucking, is it, it's just an awesome watch lah. Mm. And even my girlfriend, who's not the biggest soccer fan, is 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 a fan of the show lah. Oh, 
was but did you have to force her to watch it for at first or what? Hey, no. No, 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 no. No. I, no, because no. I can't imagine like my Fuck wife and I, oh, let's watch this football documentary. No. I was watching it. I was watching it. It's about forty oh. minutes an episode. Don't any else say two hours. Got it, got I was watching it and then okay. she got drawn into it. Like oh. she was doing her own thing on the couch and then got she got it. drawn into it voluntarily. Got it, got it, got okay? it. Got it. I did not force. Okay. <laughs> No, it just sounds. It just sounds <laughs> again like, painting me as this horrible. No, I'm. I'm like over. No, I just realized I was damn sexist, lah. Like, why, 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 women cannot cannot be interested in football ah, documentaries? Uh, exactly. I'm sexist. Sorry about that. Sorry Basket. about that. I, was I just should have called you out on resorting that. Resorting to stereotypes again. Yeah, maybe she's a bigger yeah, football stereotypes. fan than you were. Huh. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, so it's it's good. It's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> awesome. All right. <laughs> Stay okay, safe, man. everyone. Stay safe and talk to y'all soon.